morning. We're continuing on our study in Matthew. This week's text is Matthew chapter 14, verses 13 through 21. And it reads, Now when Jesus heard this, and that is he heard the word of his cousin, John the Baptist, being beheaded. When Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them and cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, We have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed and broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And all ate and were filled. And they took up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve baskets full. And those who ate were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. When I grew up in Wisconsin, most every little town had a local cafe. And these cafes are gathering places. The food is good, homemade and home style. But that's not why the locals gather there. They come for the fellowship. They come because that is where people know them. They come because that is where people care. When a local citizen walks in, the waitress greets him by name, and then the ritual starts. He wanders through the cafe greeting other diners. A joke here, a pat on the shoulder there. Start haying yet? Don't forget, Dart League starts up on Thursday. Each person sitting at the counter gets a greeting. By the time he gets to his usual seat, his coffee is poured and waiting for him. The usual herb, as they say, where everybody knows your name. People wouldn't have it any other way. The local cafe is a necessary part of life. It binds a small town together, weaving lives into interlocking patterns. The hermit the spinster, and the old bachelor farmer know they matter to someone. Okay, Merle, you come back now. Yeah, yeah, see you soon. In today's gospel text, Jesus needs some quiet time. It's been a rough week. Last Sabbath, he tried to teach in his hometown synagogue, only to be rejected. Now he received word that his beloved cousin John was executed on a whim. He should be sitting Shiva, mourning with his family, 
but he cannot go back. Not now. And yet he is mourning. His humanity is wearied. So he retreats to a lonely place. He gets in a boat and drifts away to be alone. However, when his boat lands in a wilderness area, he finds a large crowd followed him along the shore and are waiting for him. And they also are hurting. Some are ill, infirm, or deformed since birth. Some have wearied spirits from the burdens of life under oppression and struggle for daily sustenance. Most arrive hungry. There's never enough to eat to actually fill one's belly in Judea these days. Jesus sees them and his heart is filled with compassion, pity, and love. They have come to him seeking healing, relief, someone who cares for them more than for himself. They come for what the world cannot give. They come for healing of body and spirit. Yes, there are continually people showing up for healing for themselves or for their loved ones. However, there are also the crowds that follow Jesus from town to town, always hungry for more of what he offers. Hungry for compassion. Hungry for unconditional love. Hungry for hope. And when Jesus sees the sick, he heals. When he sees the sorrowful, he comforts. When Jesus sees the ignorant, he teaches. When he sees the demon-possessed, he exorcises. And when he sees the hungry, he provides food. Verse 15 tells us, evening approaches. Jesus, though heavy of heart himself, has spent the day providing for the needs of his father's children. This place where all this was happening was not just a remote or lonely place, as some translations say. The Greek word is edomos. It was the desert, the wilderness, the place in scripture that is always a symbol of chaos, of the devil's realm, the place that takes life. And now we see Jesus meet people in the wilderness. Jesus transforms the wilderness into a life-giving place. Now this account calls to mind another time when God met his people in the wilderness. During the Exodus, God was with his people day and night for 40 years. He used a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night to guide his people and remind them of his presence. He told them he was sending an angel ahead of them to guard them along the way. He fed them and provided for their thirst in the wilderness for 40 years. Yes, evening is approaching and the people are hungry. The disciples come to Jesus and say, this is a remote place and it is already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Now let's remember, scripture says there was about 5,000 men besides women and children. 
So the actual size of the crowd was probably about 15 to 20,000. Send 15 to 20,000 people to descend on a local village late in the day to find something to eat. Right. But Jesus is not phased. He replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. In the Greek, there is an emphasis on the you. You give them something to eat. Jesus challenges the disciples to go to work. You do something. More specifically, feed the hungry. Those poor disciples. This is all still so new, so foreign to them. They reply, we have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus says, bring them to me. Then he directs the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gives thanks and breaks the loaves. And then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. They all ate and were satisfied. 15,000 plus people ate and were satisfied by five loaves of bread and two fish. Let that sink in. You see, when Jesus blesses something, there's no limit. Oh, by the way, the disciples picked up 12 baskets full of leftovers. Now that's the power of our God. Do not be tempted to look for something better than our God, for there is none. I hear you, but what can I do? My resources are limited. My needs are great. What difference can I make? A number of years ago, Matthew Lesage, a third grader, wanted to do something to help the hungry in his city. So he started a program, Hams for the Hungry. In his fourth year, Hams for the Hungry raised $40,000 to brighten the holiday season for people with limited resources. There's a story of another young man, 13 years old at the time, who read about Dr. Albert Schweitzer's missionary work in Africa, and he wanted to help. He had enough money to buy one bottle of aspirin. So he wrote to the Air Force and asked if they could fly over Dr. Schweitzer's hospital and drop the bottle down to him. Well, a radio station broadcast the story about this young fellow's concern for helping others, and others responded as well. Eventually, he was, was flown by the government to Schweitzer's Hospital along with four and a half tons of medical supplies worth $400,000 given freely by thousands of people. This, of course, today would be the equivalent of millions of dollars. When Dr. Schweitzer heard the story, he said, I never thought one child could do so much. We offer what we have, and God blesses it up one side and down the other. Instead of watching hours of YouTube, 
We spend some time making phone calls to people confined to their homes or care facilities. Instead of sipping coffee and reading the newspaper, we get dressed and go teach Sunday school. Instead of playing computer games, we listen to a friend tell us about her problems, even though we have problems of our own to deal with. These are the moments in which God's grace can work through us to help another human being, to feed the hunger of the heart and the spirit. These are the moments when God's love shines through. These are the moments when we show another human being that someone cares. These are the times when someone is fed, when they hear, good to see you, take care. Y'all come back now. Let us pray. Loving Lord and Master, encourage us, embolden us, bless us, and send us forth to love and feed those in need. Through us, show others that you know their name and that you will provide according to their needs through your abundant love. Amen.